You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. Everybody, be cool. This is a robbery. And you, you fucking pricks, move. And I'll execute every motherfucking last one of you. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the Next Wave and Editing Bay audiences. My name is Joe. And mine's Joel. And we welcome you to a look back on 2014 with a little thing that we like to call the Eddie Awards. Joel, it's a beautiful <laughs> night. Uh, you look fantastic, by the way. Well, thanks. I, I'm just wearing this dicky and uh, some, some board shorts. Oh, well, you are absolutely killing I'm it. I'm rocking it. Dropping it like it's hot, <laughs> as they say. Uh, I am so excited to take this look back on 2014 with you on this amazing year that you we've s- had with the Editing Bay podcast. And you say 2014, but it's actually a little bit of 2013, too. We're kind of, we're doing a bit of an 18-month uh, retrospect here. That's true. Because we couldn't get off our asses and do this last year. <laughs> well, and plus, we didn't have a complete year under our belts. I missed a couple of episodes, and I, and missed, I didn't. I, I missed a few more I, episodes. I, I don't miss them. I'm, I'm kind of like the Cal Ripken Jr. of podcasting. I know. When we get to that category, the best guest host, you'll notice that uh, you're on all of them and I'm on none of them. It's okay because we've got some categories where, where you're nominated for the entire section and it's fantastic <laughs> and it's much deserved because Thank you've you. had a very standout 2013-2014 season. Well, I'm really looking forward to what we're going to have coming up in the new year. Uh, also, uh, out on the red carpet, we have got Matt Doden. Yay. Uh, he's been able to join us. Matt, Matt, do you hear us? Yes, 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 guys. I can hear you. <laughs> I'm down here with all the passers-by looking on with a certain amount of trepidation, excitement, <laughs> absolute horniness. We're really excited to see who the winners are today, guys. Ah, So we know that Matt Doden's in the lucky seat Hanging out with all the the horny passersby. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're going to have nothing but wonderful surprises for you all evening on this Eddie Awards. Speaking of surprises, Joel. Yes, yes. Uh, taking the stage right now to present the award for best surprise. We're kicking it off. Are the guys from our resident sports show, The Most Valuable Podcast. It's Matthew Fisher and Danny Nichols. And now, the nominees for the Eddie Award for best surprise movie of the year. The Wolverine, Hansel and Gretel, Witch Hunters, D.O.A., Dead or Alive, Chef. Well, those were all definitely surprise films. Maybe not Chef. I think we were expecting good things from that one. Yeah, could have gone either way. It was just still a damn fine movie to watch. Yeah, it was. I enjoyed all of these, uh, especially that Wolverine going in uh, thinking it was going to suck. Yeah. And then, uh, well, I guess that's what encompasses the, the best surprise category. One of the few times that we took advantage of the press screenings that we've been able to go <laughs> that's to. That's right. Didn't even have to pay for I it. I keep getting invitations to these things and we never go, but the Wolverine was one that we went into definitely thinking it was yeah. going to be bad uh, and uh, and it, it, it turned us around. But uh, what was the winner of this category, Joe? What do we have? Joe, the winner for this year's best surprise was... Hands down, Hansel and Gretel, Witch Hunters. Much deserved. Yes. They were the uh, the, the standout um, nominee. Well, and also one of the few films that we've talked about that we've had listeners chime in and say, hey, I would have never given that movie right. a try if you guys didn't talk about it, and now it's one of my favorites. And that's what we try to do here. It's on our the gift. Editing our gift yeah. to the listeners. We don't just want to highlight what's bad, but sometimes bring something positive to you that you might not be expecting. Um, well said. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you very much. But you know what? On the uh, the flip side of every surprise, the every pleasant surprise, yang. there's always going to be a disappointment. And uh, and here to present 
the nominees for the worst disappointment are the gentlemen from my comic life, uh, Jeff and Sam. Take it away, guys. And now, the nominees for worst disappointment. FDR, American Badass. Tremors. Go fuck yourself, Joe. That's a great film. Escape from Tomorrow. I hate you, Joel, for making me watch that film. The Fappening. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, The Happening. The Happening. Uh, thanks, guys. You're such a couple of fucking nerds. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you, Jeff, also, for that for that shout-out. That was very nice. Yeah, thanks for the shout-out, Jeff. I didn't fucking tie you down and, and hold your eyelids open clockwork orange style and made you watch that movie. <laughs> I suggested it. I said it had some merits, and I thought you might agree what with What were me. those merits again? Uh, the way, the ingenuity of the way it was shot. This is the one that was shot like in Disney World, uh, under subterfuge and in front of a green screen. A little, little bit of green screen work in there. A little bit, and if some by a little bit acting. you mean ninety-five percent. No way. Then yes. Escape from Tomorrow. Yeah. No way. Yeah. There were no effects in it. It was. It was. Are you kidding me? They totally shot stuff in front of like a projection screen. Oh yeah, some of that stuff. You're right. <laughs> but for, but <laughs> for the most part, you it was turned. 90. I'm like, fuck you. It was original, <laughs> except for that one part. Yeah. Well, it's it's uh, it's a shame that you support this movie so much because the winner no. of the biggest disappointment is Escape from no, Tomorrow. No, really. Not even motherfuckers even saw it. Because you love this movie so much, would you like to make an acceptance speech on their behalf? You know what? It took a lot of, lot of hard-working folks out there, long hours. Like I said, there were months. Oh, I thought you were going to play me off. <laughs> there, were, there were months um, that were that went into planning. You know, they, I told you about the, the sun setting. They had to wait until the sun set. To and get then they the took lighting literal right. days just to shoot it. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it, it's 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 cinema verite. It's guerrilla filmmaking at its There's best. There's that word, cinema verite. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah, if if you're into pedophilia, no, Escape from Tomorrow is that your was movie. uncomfortable though, wasn't it? It was so uncomfortable. Ma- Matt, I, I, I got to fill you in here. Uh, so basically, this movie is about this middle-aged guy going through a, a midlife crisis, uh, and he basically follows a, a couple of 15-year-olds around the park nice. um, as his nice, wife. nice, <laughs> exactly. Okay. So it's fun for the whole families. So, uh, kitty porn. That's, uh, that's what you're defending here. Uh, kitty porn is apparently done on too much crew. <laughs> you know what? It's cinema verite, Joe. 2015, I'm turning over a new leaf. Oh, my gosh. So, so Doden, <laughs> let's let's turn it over to you for just a second because I, I want to get your take. Um, we we have debates once in a while where we, we talk about, like, you know, it's there's there's good movies. And obviously you love to watch good movies, good film. Of course. People trying to, you know, at the top of their craft, trying to put some art together. Then you've got bad movies. And then you can categorize those into two different sections. There's movies that are just bad and you can't stand them. Right. And then there's so bad, damn it, they're fun to watch. You it's know? a guilty they're, pleasure. Exactly. Uh, what are your guilty pleasure movies? My guilty pleasure movies, and it's funny because I thought about this the other day. Well, Trimmer is one of all. I can't believe that made your list. Yeah. <laughs> that is a great awesome. Not a fan. That's I was a not a wonderful movie. You fell asleep through half of it, to be fair, Joe. I, I did. He came in to record this podcast and he was like, I'm going to be honest with you. I may have dozed off. <laughs> I mean, like that, that's the last act. I'm, like, what? I may have dozed off when they were like pole vaulting over the Tremors. The I think best I, part. I, I think I, I dozed off. Yeah. No, but one of, one of my other movies is Pineapple Express. Everybody seems Ooh. to hate that movie. I love Pineapple Express. You know what? I can I can back you on that because the first time I saw it, I was like, ah, okay, I get it. It's juvenile. And then I caught it again on cable over the holidays, and I'm like, Man, this is funny shit. I don't know if I've grown up or, or grown down. Have you guys been able to see the interview, the big uh, to-do that is called The Interview right now? I have not yet, though. I no. watched it, it over the weekend. Yeah? Yes. We just watched it today for our uh, Afternoon Delight podcast, and it, r- it had a little bit of... Uh, Pineapple Express 
uh, it kind of followed some of the same beats, not the same story, but some of the same kind of story beats sure. as Pineapple Express. And it, right. was, it was kind of fun to watch them go through that. I kind of liked uh, James Franco better in the interview than I did in Pineapple Express. See, that's so weird because I think James Franco was terrific in Pineapple Express, but I thought he could have been replaced in the interview. Really? Uh, yes. Oh, my God. I thought the best stuff in that movie was him and Kim Jong-un. Now, Kim Jong-un in that movie, to me, was <laughs> tremendous. <laughs> he was so good. He did debate right out of the gates here in 2015. <laughs> um, so... You know, we're sitting here, we're talking about performances and the strongest performances um, of James Franco. But <laughs> what what I'm interested in are some of the worst actors, the worst performances uh, that we've been able to watch over the past year and a half or so here on the podcast. And, uh, and Doden, I think he's going to go ahead and present them to us now. Yeah. Right now I have the nominees for worst actor. And your nominees are Bill Cosby, Leonard Part 6, <laughs> Sinbad. Jingle All the Way, Nicolas Cage, Stolen, and Dolph Lundgren, The Punisher. You know, all four of those people are pretty much the same person. I don't know why we bothered, like, even having this category. They're, they're interchangeable as well, far as Well, you concerned. know what, though? But there is, like, there's a worst of the worst. And I think that our listeners spoke. Right, you oh, know, yeah, I they think did. they they took to the interwebs, and we love that about you guys. In fact, I told Joel when we got the votes in, I was like, I think people are cheating, because I can't believe we have this many people listening to the podcast. <laughs> it wasn't even like in the triple digits; it was like it wasn't. a it couple was like of 50. dozen people. And he's like, "This got to be gamed." Like, there's like, no way. It was like fifty something. I'm like, I think someone has some bots set up because <laughs> this just seems unreal. You I can't know, believe we have this many people that give a shit about our awards. And you know, my answer to that is uh, maybe, maybe it could have been gamed. Uh, but who's the joke on ultimately, us or the Poor individual sitting in his PJs at 2 a.m., like clicking incessantly 50 times. I kind of feel it would be us. Feel like it's us? It might be. Yes. Well played. (laughs) So, so with that said, who, Doden, who uh, won this category? Mm. And the winner is Sinbad for Jingle All the Way. That's a tough one. I don't know that I would have gone that route. Which way would you have gone? I probably would have gone uh, Dolph Lundgren in the uh, Punisher. In the Punisher, I think. But but, 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 but I think it it requires you to actually put forth a little bit of effort into acting to actually be true. the worst actor. But I was going to do like what they did with Peter Jackson in the Lord of the Rings. Like I'm I'm celebrating a body of work, Joe. It's not just <laughs> the one performance Dude, in Punisher. F you, it's man. Masters, Masters of, of the universe. universe. It's that piece of shit Tokyo movie well, that no, you no, made no, me no. watch. You cannot put Dolph Lundgren in there for for his performance in Masters of the Universe. He he was not the worst part of Masters of the Universe. Matt. He doesn't have to be the worst part of the <laughs> to be a bad actor. That's a good point. He's not really an actor. <laughs> I mean, Dolph Lundgren picture is some German guy that walked into his first agent's office with a headshot that said Adolf Lundgren. He's like, hey, I don't, I don't really want to change my name. Uh, <laughs> Just leave the A off. It's Just A, a period. The A is for Alexander. A, Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, so, Sinbad won. He hasn't done work in 20 years since this movie. This like killed a career. Like he went off to be an interplanetary physicist and now he's Neil deGrasse Tyson. (laughs) (laughs) What? That's a good point. I demand a recount. They've never been seen together. This is true. This is true. true. You bring up a good point. Uh, Doden, who would you have picked in this category? Who would have been the worst actor for you? It may be Nicolas Cage because he's the only one I really consider to be an actor. There you, you look go. at Bill Cosby. Are you nominating the worst person to ever do a movie? See, that's and that's also been seen in film. That's kind of where I'm falling. I'm falling on the the whole side of there's there's a difference between not showing up for the game at all, and then like coming in and doing like what Sinbad did. Sinbad showed up and he gave it a hundred and twenty percent, and that was horrible. It was so that's true. bad. Sometimes was, less is more. Exactly. And that's why I think the people got it right on this one. That, you know, Sinbad definitely was the worst 
of the worst. Congratulations, <laughs> Sinbad. Was he invited back for the sequel, the Jingle All the Way sequel? I don't know, Joel, but we're going to get to that a little bit later oh. on this evening. Oh, sorry. Uh, I didn't mean to a, step on your... A uh... little, no, 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 you're not stepping on anything. Oh. Not step, you're not stepping on my coattails, my, my clean coattails here for tonight, celebrating this wonderful gala event that we call the Eddie's, the Editing Bay Awards. Um, so Is that what we, we call it? This, uh, sure. For the past <laughs> for the past month, <laughs> that's that's what we've decided on. I feel like I'm the only one that's like role playing that like we're here at some yeah, event. I've been like, that immediately, and you're sitting here like we're just we're sitting in. We're table. at a table, Joe. The, the illusion it. is gone. It's no, but not you, gone you look fabulous in your lovely velour in my, in my, tux. Yes, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Dressed to the nines. I got it at Ross. <laughs> <laughs> you hear me, Ross? If you're looking to support a podcast, is Ross an actual that. person or <laughs> yes. like I just went into my buddy yes. Ross's closet? Ross, Ross wisdom with quality high tech in Garland. <laughs> I don't deep even know. Cut, the, deep cut. I don't, I don't even know. Uh, all right, so we we have the worst actor now with Sinbad, and now it is time. No, no, no. I oh, just sorry. I, said, I see what you're did. doing there. Damn cut that it, part Joel. out, Jeff. Cut that part. No, out. we're not going to cut anything. You know what? That's going to be a category for next year. Is <laughs> the, times the, I best, told you to the cut best cut that part by Joel Burns? Oh, and this will be like you know when they when they nominate like last year's Emmy Awards for like the best live production. Yes. That's what it'll be. It'll be the, t- the 2014 <laughs> it's be the only one. It'll be the only one. So it would have to win. <laughs> I don't know. The night's still young, Joe. <laughs> uh, all right. So moving on and presenting the worst actress uh, from the movies that we've watched in 2013, 2014. We are welcoming back. Matthew and Danny from Most Valuable Podcast. Guys, take it away. And now, the nominees for Worst Actress Eddie. Jennifer Lopez in Made in Manhattan. Elizabeth Hurley serving Sarah. Julia Roberts in Hook. Charlize Theron, Aeon Flux. Wow, a lot of worthy uh, nominees there. It's, yeah. it's a real Sophie's choice, especially uh-huh. since it is worst actress. Um, but our winner is, and there, there can only be one winner, just like the Highlander. Uh, unfortunately, it is Charlize Theron Ooh. for Aeon Flux. Yeah, I agree with this call. Yeah, that deserved? I agree with this call. This was a tough one, though, because Jennifer Lopez was... Uh, epically bad yeah. in Made in Manhattan. But I think this is a classic example of what you just laid out, which is uh, a good actress mailing it in versus somebody who just doesn't have the chops giving right. it their all. Oh, uh, yeah. And Charlize Theron was, was mailing it in. And then you had you had Elizabeth Hurley and Julia Roberts, who I think just kind of flew under the radar because they were <laughs> so... They were so Julia so Roberts flew. Go are on. You, are you done? I'm done. God damn it. For now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, that's that's the thing I'm going to steal from you eventually. Um, no, I felt like Elizabeth Hurley and Julia Roberts kind of they flew under the radar because they were just so bland, both of them yeah. so bland in those roles, so forgettable that it's hard not to zero in on Charlize Theron. Um, it's, especially with a movie that got so much hype because of did what it? it was based on. It did, you know, at least at least in the nerd circles I ran. Yeah, with. people who knew Aeon Flux, yeah, maybe knew in that the- circle. I, all I know is from the cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, but at least you knew the cartoon. You knew the I cartoon. More than most Do- like, well, maybe in your nerd circle, but... <laughs> maybe in nerd <laughs> in circle, my... but you know, I was up late at night in the mid-90s. I, was... I knew the cartoon was around. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man, Liquid TV. I was going on dates. I was getting laid. Well, I have no, no idea. Uh, tap the brake there. <laughs> <laughs> I was going on dates, but yeah, I know nothing about getting laid. 
I was trying to build you up, man. Build you up, Buttercup. Nobody would believe that. Um, no, I, I believe I believe that this is this is very well done by by the Academy of our of so, listeners. Yeah. So far, listeners are coming in. Uh, <laughs> I, I, listeners or that one guy who was up till two a.m. voting for <laughs> the, whoever he wanted. You know what? It wasn't even maybe it wasn't even a guy. He just set something up and was like, "Program, do this." Like every ten minutes. Do but this. if you're gonna do that, wouldn't you make it? Like, oh, I see what you're saying. He's playing it close to the vest because he could just go like a thousand votes versus like two or three for the other. Yeah, because if it's a thousand votes, then we it's would obvious. Just, we would just throw that away. This way, we think it's would uh, you? <laughs> no, no, probably not. <laughs> we needed we needed material. You would wipe your pants for a thousand. <laughs> <votes>. <laughs> I'd be like, holy shit! You know what's the land's what's really stupid? Five hundred thousand votes. What's really dumb is that, like, I would, for some reason, in my twisted brain, if I saw, like, a thousand votes, I'd immediately think that was legit. I'd be like, Joel, we got a thousand <laughs> votes on this thing. We're popular. Fist pump. But, like, if we got 50, I'm like, someone's got a bot set up. Somebody's, like, somebody's <laughs> fucking with us. It's, it's in that weird mid-range where it's like, okay, it's a little too much, but it's still too low. You know, like, yep. uh, somebody's, like you said, flying under the radar. Mm-hmm. I think I said that. Whatever. Um... <laughs> One of the things that you are sure to catch yes. on an Editing Bay podcast Syphilis. is herpes. Oh, we, we <laughs> both went for the same joke. It's <laughs> nothing See, to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff and I both just like, what? Where did that I go? I got communicable diseases on the mind, Joe. What yeah, can I say? I Only know. one of us is speaking from experience. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff got this part out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, uh, what you're... Oh God, you totally fucked up my flow. Uh, you're, you're sure to catch on an Editing Bay podcast episode is at one point or another, oh. one of us is going to say something that is going to turn the other one into a fucking <laughs> musical theater student. And it doesn't take much between the you, uh, the, the you, the, you the to the of us, the use of the us, use, the two the of youths, us, the youth of the All nation. I have to do is say like, sing like All two I bars. Do See, there you go. Have some fun. And that's that's what you're in store for here. We've got a little uh, musical montage of some of our best musical moments from the 2013-2014 Editing Bay season. Also, what happens at the end, we get the 180 degree on Randy, Randy Newman. Randy Quaid. <laughs> I want to steal your money. We're going to go to the rain. <laughs> That's pretty good. Not only getting wet by the water, but the blood on my hands. <laughs> you know, when Sting comes out, who's I've met, and he's an asshole. Wait, uh, what? Sting? The guy Sting. Oh, not. The face face. Not Gordon Sumner Sting. Not, not every little thing she does not is the magic. Tantric sex master <laughs> Sting. A dream of rain. <laughs> that music. Is there any way you can, you can walk away? Like, like, just walking away from something with the shaft music beginning to play automatically just kind of makes you a badass. I, yeah, I get brass balls, and I can. I just feel like I can kick anybody's ass. There's no way. I, I feel like there's no way you can't look cool to that. Like, mm-hmm. I think even I could look cool if I'm like, if I say something like, you know what? Fuck your mother. And start walking off, and that music starts playing. I could be like, you know what? Yahtzee. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm gonna pick Jamie Foxx for that. Pick, I like she to see give her. me money. <laughs> that's in the rain. More impersonations per capita in this episode. Uh-huh. Usually, I don't respond, but if you get a like, that's probably me. Yeah, it's probably me. I like a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, we've also got a website, right? She likes the moon. She likes the moon. She likes a lot of things. We do have a website, Joe. It is not the editing bay. 
It is not Edit Bay. Oh, every night. It is EditingBay.com. So Go there. Hold tight. Check it out. tight. I like how I was trying oh, to. Baby, hold tight. Oh. Uh, any way you want it. She said, Editing Bay, you want it. That's the way. <laughs> Did you say Editing Bay, you want it? <laughs> I, I tried it, but I had to say Editing, Editing Bay. Editing Bay. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, go to the website. Right. John may not have mentioned the it, theater. but I grew up in a little town. <laughs> the theater in Crilly, Texas. Boy, it was a quiet village <laughs> every day. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> there goes Joel Burnson with his Zima like always. Oh. <laughs> the same old drugs. His flannel shirt designer watch. <laughs> every morning, just the same. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. I, I can't. Oh, that's pretty I can't good. think of it. That'd be fun, though. Good oh morning, my God. Joel. <laughs> hey, good morning. You want a Zima? <laughs> but you've already drank that one twice. I can't help it. It's my favorite one. <laughs> if you like it all that much, it's yours. <laughs> oh, yes. oh, my gosh. We do love our music. I, 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 and I feel like I had to leave out so many. Like uh, they, This could have been like an entire 15-minute segment of just well, we did, singing. Like, not too long ago, there was an episode where like every... Four th- like every four things we talked about, yeah. like suddenly we just went into a song it or was, something. It was a hard rain episode, and half of those clips came from there. <laughs> so I was like, "Shit, we got a segment here." You know what they say though is that uh, you need music in your life. Who says that? Jeff? I don't know. Somebody said that. I think Elton it was, John once I think said, it was, <laughs> "You need music in your life." Hey, wow, pretty good. Thank you. I'm mark that for next year. I'm pretty sure I was Elton John in another life. <laughs> I'm pretty I sure a, you're, I was a straight Elton John. Kind of think you're Elton John in this life. I was kind of. Damn it. No, but because you know of what? The, your musical prowess. But you know what? Say what you want. Brooklyn, for I'm K-6. still standing. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> you know, in that clip, there's actually a moment where you said, oh my God, the most impressions per capita here on the Next Wave uh, Radio Network. And uh, that leads us wonderfully nice segue. into our next category. Thank you so much. It only took me five minutes or however <laughs> long that clip was to come up with that. Uh, but no, we have a category for best impersonation, and Jeff and Sam from My Comic Life are going to run us through that right now. And now, the nominees for best impersonation. Arnold Schwarzenegger by Joe. That's what I felt like the director of this film was doing, just well, counting money while they he just called action and Schwarzenegger was like, okay, I'm going to walk around and I'm going to I'll swing across. I'll go on the jungle, Jimmy. It'll be really funny. Watch. Paul Giamatti by Joe. Got Paul Giamatti, man. <laughs> He's looking Nothing sexy. screams sex like Paul Giamatti. <laughs> you motherfuckers. Rub his bald head. You have soiled the sanctity of my home. <laughs> I love your personality. <laughs> I liked your Wahlberg a little earlier, too. Oh, yeah. I have yes. a feeling we'll be hearing more of You'll that. You'll be hearing more from Mark Wahlberg later on. Samuel L. Jackson by Joel. Yeah, I did that with Matthew McConaughey. He got me off. I'll get you my lawyer. Jake Briggins. <laughs> That's not good, Sam Jackson. I got a horrible... That was pretty good, no, Sam that Jackson. Was... That will not be nominated for uh, Best Impersonation. You want to kill a white boy? <laughs> I, I, I can't do Where it. Where is my super suit? <laughs> Mark Wahlberg by Joe and Joel. Okay, I need a wimpy voice. Hey, guys, uh, yeah. honeybees. <laughs> That's what, what he does. What, what's going on there? I started, uh, I started, Joe, typing out some of my favorite lines that he was saying as he was saying them. Uh-huh. And I got like four or five in, and I realized they're all questions. Everything. Like, everything he says in this movie is a question. What's uh, happening? What, what do you mean? Everyone's dead? <laughs> the toxin? The toxin's affecting them? You lied to me? And then my favorite, could this really be happening? <laughs> Morgan Freeman by Joel. 
I wanted something a little more Shawshank, I guess, with the ending, where maybe they like ambiguous, where they hook up. Like maybe, maybe Morgan Freeman goes somewhere and some money's been left for him that like Christian Slater still kind of hooked him. Oh up. yeah, underneath the tree. Yeah, in a, in a shoebox. Exactly. <laughs> Did you, at some point in this movie, we just saw Christian Slater in the rain, like with his arms stretched out, <laughs> the voiceover. The it was Morgan Freeman doing voiceover. Yes. Andy Dufresne had finally broken free <laughs> from Shawshank. <laughs> Bill Cosby by Joel. Uh, they apparently sent some guy to go and get Leonard to bring him back to go on this mission yeah, or whatever. This is their plan to pull him out of retirement is to send an assassin to his. But uh, they didn't. I don't think they meant to send. Did they mean to send this guy to kill Leonard? I think so. Yeah, because afterwards Cosby shows up and he's like, "Hey, why did you guys try to kill this guy?" <laughs> 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 Jean-Claude Van Damme by Joe. Well, that's kind of one of my favorite scenes where somebody from uh, yeah the UN shows up and says, oh, we, we've got orders. You know, We're not going through with the invasion. <laughs> uh-huh. And so basically Jean-Claude Van Damme just dis- disobeys a direct order. <laughs> direct and order. he's like, I don't care what these guys say. We're going in no, for Charlie. No, 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 no. Is he French now? I think I think the way, oui. the way it goes is <laughs> troopers, we've been handed new orders. That's what it is. Oh, my God. Why do you know this? The war has been canceled. <laughs> Bison is going to get paid for his crimes. Holy shit. But we can go home. Meanwhile, ideals like peace and justice, they get laid by the side. He is not reading off of anything. <laughs> no. But we nope. can go home. And this is verbatim. Our friends <laughs> oh, Jesus. will have come here and died. Died for nothing. But did, we can go home. Did they really try to give him But a I'll tell you something. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to go home. <laughs> I'm going to get in my boat and go up that river and kick that son of a bitch bison's ass so hard <laughs> that the next bison wannabe is going to feel it. Wow. Now, who wants to go home and who wants to go with me? Bravo. Bravo. Oscar. Oscar. Wow. Oh, my God. You serious? You I, couldn't have cut that down a little bit. It, you needed to hear it in the its entirety. Five-minute it, monologue. It's one of those things where it, it's funny to begin with, and then it stops becoming funny, and then it comes around the horn again. Like the more you just keep, you, I was just impressed that you knew that. Like you had committed it to memory of your own volition. Yeah, I don't know if I said in that episode, but it, Jay and I had seen that movie in the theater. <laughs> oh yeah. And from the moment I saw him perform that monologue, like even then, I think I was like, what, 14, 15 years old when that movie came out? Yeah, 94, something, Street Fighter 2. Even then, I knew I was seeing a special kind of bad acting. (laughs) And that, like, there are ways to make monologues and deliver monologues, and that wasn't (laughs) it. And so I'd always remembered it. I had committed it to memory that night. In fact, I was reciting it as we were leaving the theater. Oh, you're kidding. To get into the car to go home. Well, Hours at home in the mirror <laughs> with his shirt off. And, and like people, they're like, come on, got time to get in the car. We're going to go home. And I'm like, I'm not going to go home. <laughs> I'm going to get in my I'm boat. I'm going to get in my boat. <laughs> Joe, Joe, we're in Plano. There's nowhere to put a boat. Uh, I just love like Jay laughing in the background because obviously that's not the first time no, I've heard you recite It was that. with him and his family. Like yeah. he's that poor. 
poor guy has he knew been what was forced coming. to hear it for probably what twenty years, twenty two years. And at you this can point. tell because like the rest of us are trying to talk around you, and Jay's just sitting back waiting for it to, to finish, <laughs> yes. like a rape victim, like just get be over with. Wow, it. wow, Joel, just, just let it happen. It's 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 all or Listen, nothing. Listen, it wouldn't be a podcast without me saying something inappropriate, and twenty fifteen is going to be no That's different. That's true, folks. and that brings us to our next category, oh, the shit. most inappropriate. No, uh, so so do we have? Is there a winner for that category? Oh yeah, yeah. I guess it's, we should announce uh, who the winner was. We do have a winner. The best impersonation. Matt, take it away. <laughs> Unwrapping the envelope. Just crumpled up the envelope. <laughs> I'm crushing the envelope. And oh, as there could be any surprise, John Claude Van Damme by Joe. Yeah, of course. Well, uh, Joe, is there anything you'd like to say to there's, commemorate? There's a lot of things I like to say, Joe. <laughs> First, I would like to thank you and the Editing Bay listeners and, uh, and my good friend Arsenio Hall. For having me on and talking to me about Street Fighter. Did he for do that? that? I was really hoping you would play me off because there was no, it's too late now. It's too late. Uh, no, he was he was definitely, he did the, the talk show circuit. And that's just one of the few talk shows I had seen him on. And I like the way he says Arsenio Hall. Arsenio? Arsenio. Arsenio. You know, I've got to tell you, Arsenio. Um, and then I turn into uh, Ricky from I Love Lucy. <laughs> I, I was going to say, nobody can make a black name sound more Spanish There's, there's than Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> there's a very fine line between Jean-Claude Van Damme uh, and Spanish people when mm-hmm. it comes to when it comes to the, the the language barrier. Learn something new every day. Folks. I wonder how I many people talking about there. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I had to say cross between <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme and, and yeah. Apu from The Simpsons. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Come again. Oh my God. Uh, all right. So now that we've gotten that ridiculous racial out of the way, stereotype is. Um, so while watching these movies over the past uh, 2013 2014 season, mm-hmm. we've had movies that like say I've really liked. And you hated, or you hated, and I, you know, or whatever. <laughs> yep. I just, I totally fucked that up. But <laughs> sometimes I hate them, and you like them, <laughs> and then sometimes, sometimes you I like, like them, them and, and you, you hate them. <laughs> uh, and sometimes we love them, and the audience completely disagrees. Mm. Uh, and that's where we put these movies in the category of most polarizing. And uh, and here to present those, the guys from MVP, Matthew and Daniel, tell us all about it, guys. And now, the nominees for the Eddie for Most Polarizing Movie of the Year. FDR, American Badass. Did you see that one? How about it? What about Escape from Tomorrow? Did you see that one? How about it? Independence Day. Did you see that one? How about that one? I did see that. I'm getting away from the shtick. That movie was a pile of garbage. How about it indeed? Trimmers, did you see that one? How about it? So those are a list of movies that that I maybe didn't love, uh, but maybe you liked, uh, or maybe you liked. And oh my gosh, I, I didn't realize that. Yes, a hundred percent of these I liked that you liked and, and you I didn't, didn't like. Yeah, wow. I guess we know who put the categories together. <laughs> no, it's it's totally intentional. <laughs> I was just looking for movies where I, I remember us disagreeing, but I thought I had hated some of them. But you're right. Maybe maybe I need to be a little uh, stricter, or maybe you need to lighten up in Not 2015. To, you know what? I think I'm the one that likes Masters of the Damn Universe. That's and, true. And, and I don't think you could lighten up much more than that. That could have been on here. I love the yeah, movie. How did that about, not make the list? Well, I, because <laughs> because I kind of like it too. Yeah, <laughs> See, there you go. Um, but no, no, no. It's it's funny because if you were keeping track with the voting, mm-hmm. um, it it was funny to me that like Escape from Tomorrow was leading in biggest disappointment. Mm-hmm. 
But then for a little while, it was also leading in most polarizing. <laughs> it was just going to sweep the <laughs> I was like, what? How? But how? Because <laughs> if it's the biggest disappointment, there's nothing polarizing about it. You guys have spoken. <laughs> but then, like, you know, Independence Day, I, which I didn't think. I thought Independence Day uh, was going to kind of escape this one. No, you're, it, it did not escape tomorrow. It didn't escape because tomorrow. Because the winner is. It is here today. Independence Day. Today is our Independence Day from that movie. Uh, although I still have a soft spot for it, I enjoyed it when we watched Day it back on July. Has a new 4th. meaning. <laughs> is that from the movie? Yeah, it's it's Who the speech that? that Bill Pullman gives at the end. Oh, was that your Bill Pullman? He's like, we have to fight for to survive. We will not go quietly. Not go into the gently night. into that good night. How do you how are you going to have Jean Claude Van Damme memorized, but you don't have the seminal moment from uh, Independence Day because, committed to memory? Because they're both bad, but Jean Claude Van Damme's is just a little worse. At least he's got an accent. And, yes. <laughs> something you can hold on to. I'm I'm going to say this because Jean Claude Van Damme, in its own way, is so bad it's memorable. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Bill Pullman one, it's just kind of fucking horribly written and sloppy that you kind of don't know where you are in the speech. I like when he starts rhyming like uh, Jesse Jackson halfway through it. <laughs> we will not go down into the night. We will we not got... give up without a fight. <laughs> I would not do it in a house. <laughs> <laughs> this is our emancipation day. <laughs> I, I just rewrote that movie. You did good. You did good. I, Thanks, I felt like I was watching Glory all over again. <laughs> oh my god! So, <laughs> or the part where the white guy is whipping the uh, African American. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's what it felt like. That's roots, not oh, Glory. My bad. My bad. Wow, Joe. Wait, I'm pretty sure that happened in Glory too. Did it? Oh yeah, At Denzel. What, what part? Denzel gets whipped. It's Does like he? Uh, yeah, end of the second act before the big battle. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I feel like because of the way your eyes are shifting around, you're lying no, to me about no, that. No, no, no. I'm <laughs> I'm trying to remember when it is and. and all I remember is myself. Matthew Broderick with bad, like prosthetic, like mustache. You and want beard. to talk about somebody who was miscast? That's a that's weird casting to have him like a Civil War era movie as, <laughs> as a Ferris, general. I feel I like know, we, we set the bar all wrong with Matthew Broderick because you put him in such a popular '80s comedy uh-huh. like Ferris Bueller's Day Off <laughs> that every movie he's in from that point on, it's Ferris Bueller. So like. How fun is Glory when you're sitting there watching? Not that Glory's supposed to be a fun movie. <laughs> it's a romp. <laughs> no, but you're right. I, I half expected him to, uh, yeah, as just, they're running I off the battle, like in the, yeah, in the to middle turn, of that, break the fourth of the wall, turn towards the like, camera to big, a big wink. Well, what you would think right now is that this battle's going to get pretty, pretty bloody. <laughs> <laughs> But I called my friend Cameron, <laughs> and like the whole time, the principal's trying to track him down, and like the battle, and like at one point, like everything kind of goes into like these weird smash cuts, and it's boat boat, boo boat boat. Jeffrey Jones is the Confederate general. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> my old man pushes me around. I know you're hiding in here, Bueller. <laughs> um, wow. Line battle. So, so we just kind of butchered up. Uh, black history (laughs) with our take on glory. I'm known for doing that, Joe. You are known for doing that, and with some of the most simple things. You know what? Our website. (laughs) It sounds simple. And then what I did, I created a little magic. I put a little spin on it. I made a, I made a catchphrase out of it. Uh-huh. And, and then, then you started thinking too much about and, it. And then I forgot my own catchphrase. <laughs> you totally forgot it. So many times that uh, we have a whole category about me fucking up the website name. That's right. The worst butchering of the website. Uh, the nominees read to you by the cast of My Comic Life, uh, Sam and Jeff. Take it away, guys. And now the nominee for the best time Joel fucked up the website. Joel. From Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. And again, you can check out our Facebook page or our website, Joel. Yes, uh, if you go to www.editingbay.com. Not the edit bay, not... Wait, no, I fucked it up. How do I usually say it? Not, not, not the editing bay, bay not, not edit bay. bay. Editingbay.com. 
Joel, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. If you uh, And if you can't access iTunes, you can always listen to us on our website, Joel. That's right. That is the, uh, no, it's not. <laughs> it's editingbay.com. Not edit bay, not the editing bay. Editingbay.com. Joel from Tremors. And at our website at? www.editingbay.com. Uh, not the edit bay. Not, not edit the, bay. Not, not edit the bay, editing not bay. The editing bay. Fuck, one of these days I'm going to get her. I did it every week for like 40 weeks. You did. And now you these did last right. three, you know, yeah, ever, yeah. ever since it became a, a catchphrase. <laughs> Joel from Roachman. And you can always catch our episodes every week on iTunes or on our website. Joel, tell us about it. The website is, let's see if I can get this right. I fucked it up the last two weeks. It's not the edit bay. I already fucked it's it up. Editingbay.com. Not the editing bay. Not edit bay. Editingbay.com. I'm just going to, we, we need to reverse this role and you start doing that. I'll never get it. Maybe, maybe I will. Uh, and the winner for the the worst that Joel's ever fucked up, as as Jeff would say, but we have it written down like it's all like family friendly. The worst butchering, and yeah. Jeff's like the most Joel's fucked up the website. <laughs> uh, but the winner is uh, Joel Yay. for his his fucking up of the website on our Roachman episode. Congratulations, thank you. Joel. First of all, I'd like to thank Jesus Christ. I'd like to thank my mom. No, it's it's funny to listen. They're the to same you. person. <laughs> Uh, wait, no, no, I, I, I have a few more people I'd like to thank. I'd like to thank uh, my So my what aunt. was really uh, ironic about the fact that Joel won this category with the Roachman reading is that listening to him fuck up the website is a lot like one of the outtakes in Roachman as I'm watching Tad, who plays the title character, fuck up his lines over and over again. At first it's really funny. At first it's, you know, oh, oh, we're laughing about it. And then very soon as the outtakes progress, you see like suddenly I've like lost my give a shit. <laughs> Phoning it in. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm starting to become cross at the guy. And it's so funny with that last one, the Roachman Reed. <laughs> I just, yeah. I come unleashed and I apologize it's, No, no, that. It, It's funny to hear you in succession, those four clips, because every time, like you can tell, like as you're throwing it to me, you're like, I hear your internal monologue saying, how's, how's this one going to work out this I've week? Just, I've just seen the guinea pig jump off the wheel. <laughs> and, uh, or the hamster. Guinea pigs have wheels, pigs too, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're, They're a little bit bigger. But that's racist. Guinea pig is racist for, what? for what? towards oh, Italians. I get it, too. Italians. Oh. I, and it's, but it's okay. I could say it. I didn't even think about it. I don't see color, Joe. That's why. <laughs> You also apparently can't read a website. No, I know. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm trying to do it from memory. In 2015, dubba, dubba. nothing but reading. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Uh, but you know Let's what? Move on. You you may not be very good at reading the website Fact. and giving that information out. But one thing that you're really good at Ooh. is recasting films. Uh, when it comes to an ensemble, oh. you know, you you kind of put a theme together with it. I don't think I'm quite as good as as you are. Well. It comes out of laziness. <laughs> Rather than recast like 12 different individual actors, I'm like, mm, who else? <laughs> what other ensemble can I pull from and just supplant them into this? Well, uh, you know what they say, that, that laziness is the father of invention. Mm. <laughs> do they? <laughs> or, or something. It's, it's along those lines. Either way, we, do have, we do have a category uh, for your best recast uh, ensembles. Matt Doden is going to go ahead and give us those nominees right now. And the nominees are... Masters of the Universe, the cast of Friends. You're next with the cast of Sports Night. Street Fighter with the cast of Lost. Independence Day with the cast of Lost. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So maybe you were a little lazy on that one. But you know what? Lost has such a diverse cast. You got the different minorities. You got equal number uh, male and females. They fit into anything. Yeah. That won't be the last time I use the cast of Lost to recast an ensemble. Just wait. That, that is a threat. That's a promise. That is a 2015 resolution. Like a threat. It's 714 on Monday, January again, 5th. I swear to fucking God, I'll use the cast of Lost. <laughs> don't, you, don't you make me cast Lost on this bitch. Uh, it's like speed recast with the cast of Lost. <laughs> Matthew Fox can fit in anything, man. <laughs> true, true, fact. Yes, you can. Evangeline <laughs> Lilly as the bus. <laughs> no. No. No, I like her. Do you like her? Even have, Did you watch the third Hobbit movie yet? No, I haven't. I heard you ranting about it on uh, the, the Afternoon Delight episode yeah. that, that plopped yesterday. Did you see Did you see the first two Hobbit movies? I did see the first. Yeah. I saw the first one in theaters. I saw the first one in theaters with you. You sure did. And there was like a group of us, and we all kind of shrugged our shoulders on the way out and wondered what was happening. Yeah. Second one I caught just a couple of months ago on Blu-ray when, when it came out. Um I actually paid like my dollar fifty, like like a dutiful movie watcher at Redbox. Duty. Uh, and then I was reminded why I didn't see that in theaters. And this one, I think I'm just gonna have to flat out boycott. Nobody is saying anything great about it. There's there's nothing. Like the most interesting thing happens in the first five minutes of the movie. Ooh. Because you get the conclusion of what's going on with Smog. You know the story you set up for two movies, <laughs> <laughs> and then the third one, you you get the kind of the conclusion of that at the beginning, yep. and then it's like two hours of. You know, fighting in a playground. So I don't like want to hang around. You know? <laughs> <laughs> We've got like lots of scenes already shot. Uh, you know. May as well cut it together. You know, Legolas does do some pretty cool stuff. <laughs> we do some LARP. We did some LARPing. We filmed it. <laughs> we went ahead and put it in a movie. <laughs> Why not? Uh, Doden, who won that? And the winner is. I wonder who won this category. <laughs> the winner would be Masters of the Universe with the cast of Friends. Yeah. All right. I was particularly proud of that one because if you if you go back and listen to that episode, um, you 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 threw it out there as an aside because you were talking about Monica and Courtney Cox. You'd be like, oh, you could almost put the whole entire cast of Friends in here. I was like, well, funny you should say that, Joe. <laughs> and I just happened to have it at the ready. Yeah. So uh, I, I accept that this honor humbly. That well, as I do all things. Good, good for you. Thank you. Uh, that was that was fun times. Good and, times. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to 2015. Uh, getting a couple more live shows under our belt. Mm-hmm. I know we're we're very excited about that. Um, we should get that funny guy who uh, who did it last time. To you come know, back. we should. If only we could find him. I don't know who that could possibly <laughs> be or his availability for 2015. <laughs> well, I will tell you that the next one that we do, uh, we don't have a date yet, um, and we're still working on location. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't have anything. Okay. No, no, I was no. Like, no are you making an announcement <laughs> here? Our next live show is going to be. Uh, we we've talked about the first movie in this series previously on the podcast. Um, guys. Our next live show is going to be American Ninja 2. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's right. American Ninja 2, The Confrontation. Is that what, it, yeah, is what it's subtitled? It. That's subtitled. So that's right. Joe and Jackson are back. <laughs> this time they're in paradise. But guess what? Ninjas. Oh. That's right. Because ninjas. <laughs> because ninjas. <laughs> so uh, be looking forward to that. I already am. So uh, we are on the roll here with recasting, and I think we should keep it going with the yep. best recast duets. This was a category that you suggested. Yes. That, you know, we've got best actor, we've got best actress, we did ensemble, but there are some movies that, you know, it depends on the chemistry of the duet yeah. that's that's leading this off. A duo. A duo. <laughs> oh, my God. A and, uh, lonely ones are you meant to be a two. Uh, come on. I have no Five, idea. Uh, American Tale, Fievel, and the All cat. I know is the somewhere Singing? I just know somewhere out there. Mm-hmm. That's a great and soundtrack. And even though we know how very far <laughs> apart we are. Oh, you just went Peebo Bryson on I me. I did, man. You pulled out the Peebo. You, you always go full Peebo. I'll never go full Peebo. <laughs>
<laughs> and here to give us the nominees of Best Recast Duets, it's Jeff and Jay from the 8-Bit Gladiators. And now, the nominees for Best Recast Duets. Helen Mirren and Martin Freeman instead of Barbara Streisand and Seth Rogen in The Guilt Trip. Anyone would be better than Streisand. John C. Riley and Will Ferrell instead of Billy Crystal and Robin Williams in Father's Day. Leah Michelle and Miles Teller instead of Jennifer Gardner and Mark Ruffalo in 13 Going on 30. Seth Green and Seth Rogen instead of Jason Mewes and Kevin Smith in Mallrats. But Kevin Smith, motherfucker <laughs> doesn't know how to make a movie about podcasting or podcast himself. I hate you. <laughs> wow. I think the person Strong making words. the strongest statements tonight is Jeff in the recorded segments. Were you drunk when you were recording these? <laughs> and angry. <laughs> I, the truth comes out. Did you? Uh, no, no, no. You know what? We'll talk about it when we get to it. Uh, because I, I'm really excited to know what you did with um, with the best recast. Uh, what was it? Was it best recast female? Or did we already we already passed it? Didn't we? No, no, we haven't done recast female. Those are coming up. Okay. Right. Oh no, no, no. That that was in this one that Jay talked about. Oh. <laughs> Jay did. The, did you remember what Jay did his whole thing? And he's like Leah Michelle and Miles Teller. And he's like, you know what? Nobody cares about Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what? What? What are you talking? He's like Leah Michelle was in Dancing with the Stars. Like, no, she wasn't. Yes, she was. Like, that was Leah Thompson, asshole. The chick from Back to the Future Whatever. is not the same chick from Glee. All Leahs are the same. Uh, what? But, what about Princess Leah? That's Leia, by the way. Uh, and the winner is for the best recast duets. <laughs> I thought you seen the movie. Come on. <laughs> the winner is Guilt Trip with Helen Mirren and Martin Freeman. As the Babs and Seth Rogen character. Actually, there were a lot of recasts for duets. I, I, I had three recasts. Uh, none of them were as good as uh, the one that you, you threw out. So congratulations to Joe. Well, thank you very much. I think what made that duet recasting work is the fact that we've kind of changed the entire story with it. That they're not a couple of, you know, white trash Americans going mm-hmm. across the countryside. You know, they're, they're trashy Brits. Traveling across the countryside. <laughs> the British countryside. But, you know, Helen Mirren, she's a little bit older, but she's still sexy. She's she's fun to watch. Uh, Martin Freeman. Also sexy. Also sexy. Everybody <laughs> loves him. You know, even though the Hobbit movies kind of suck ass, it's still fun watching Martin Freeman. He was great in the original British office. He's amazing in Sherlock. Have you seen Fargo? The made-for-TV Fargo miniseries? I have not, no. I haven't either, but I hear it's really good. Is he on it? So that's a great non-sequitur. Was he on have. the first season? I know they're changing it up for the second season. Yeah, I think he was, he was the William H. Macy character, so I don't know if he oh were they characters based on the movie yeah it was, they were it was the, like it was basically like a longer retelling of that entire movie so what right? are they going to do with the second season this, that's what i was going to ask i don't even know how you how you how you carry on huh carry on my, my wayward son there'll be peace when you are done see the difference between you and me is Let i stop after re- the first no verse. but you've got to get to the hook god damn it do you that's l- the thing about leave it to the you listeners imagination let no, them sing along in their cars or at the gym <laughs> Running away with me. The nominee for the 2015 <laughs> musical moments. I'm working on it. See, I'm trying to get them in there now, so that way we can already have a clear picture. Um, you know what? 2013, 2014, while it was a fun time to talk about movies, uh, we also lost a lot of wonderful people. We did. A lot and, of talent. Big um, talent. And, and maybe, maybe some talent that 
we kind of regret saying some of the things that we said <laughs> now, now that they're gone. Are you feeling that, Joe? I apologize in advance for what you're about to hear, <laughs> listener. It was a different time, a time in which... Uh, it was a dark time for the rebellion. Some of the dead were still with it's us. It's when we, we took advantage who we had with it. We, 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 we took it for granted. We took for granted who we had yes. with us. Uh, and, you know, any award show worth its salt <laughs> would definitely have a little section where we remember those that we've lost. Recasting is always kind of like a you know pie in the sky dream fantasy. It's uh-huh. never going to happen anyway. So I yeah. went ahead and put Philip Seymour Hoffman in there. Oh. I know it's made a little too soon, but man, he could have he could have nailed that. Yeah, role. he could have. You, you think about that villain role that he played in Mission Impossible. Exactly, 3. and he's kind of fun. I, like I mix his character from Twister uh-huh. with that character from Mission Impossible Three, <laughs> where he's kind of like, eh, fun loving him, kind of harmless, but then you find out he can really do damage. That darkness. That's kind of what that MC game. And then just was imagine like. him crying in Boogie Nights. Fucking idiot. As a tribute to Bob Hoskins. You look back at his career, you know, I, I first fell in love with him with a Who Framed Roger, Roger Rabbit. Rabbit. He makes that movie, yes. and it's hard when to say that you're a human and you're stealing scenes from cartoon, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you know, Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny around you. Yeah. That movie is not a classic today if, if it weren't for him anchoring it together. He sold on this world, and it makes you believe yeah. in it. He's solid. He, de- he delivers a really solid performance. They've got some kind of like some funding from uh, right. a bigger corporation from a that's guy trying who to fund this. He owns an island off the coast of Costa Rica. <laughs> Spared no expense. <laughs> uh, was Sean Connery in that movie? I don't know. That was the best I could get to Richard wow. Attenborough. It's a fitting tribute to the late <laughs> Sir Richard Attenborough. <laughs> now I want you to listen to me very carefully. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Liam Neeson? Now? I don't. I, I don't know who you are, <laughs> but I will find you. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Attenborough in Taken. That would be the best version be awesome. of Taken ever. I wish he was still alive just so he could do that. Uh, movie. Sadly, he has been taken. He has been taken from us. What you want to see Cosby in, and, and I'll tell you, Cosby should have been in movies now. Like, he if, if been only like... Tyler Perry was around 30 years ago <laughs> producing films, I think Bill Cosby would have found his niche. Yeah. I, I wonder if somebody has, like, incriminating pictures of him. Probably. <laughs> I, I'd assume to... so. You can't be as big as he is and not have somebody that has some dirt on you. That's true. There are a ton of people who could have been nominated for Robin Rosie Williams Awards. should have fucking ran away with it. On he, I halfway through this movie, I wish he would have committed suicide at the beginning in that first yes. scene. Like this he, would have been a completely different movie if he would have just pulled the trigger. Would have been Billy Crystal all the way, and and maybe somewhat watchable. This is the oh. 2014 Eddies on the Editing Bay Podcast on the Next Wave Radio Network. Well, now that we got that out of the way, oh my gosh. well, we showed proper respect. I think there's some people that were in there that weren't actually dead. Uh, they all sounded dead to me. Bill Cosby may be questionable. Uh, his career. His career is most certainly his, dead. His career has definitely got one foot in the grave. I think what you said there in that soundbite was kind of prescient because uh, you said something about somebody's got to have some dirt on him. We were like, oh, that Bill Cosby. <laughs> that Bill Cosby. Nobody's no got way. dirt on He's Bill Cosby. He's squeaky clean. Yep. That's right. You know, it, I think I've got like a sixth sense when it comes to stuff like this because um, back when we were doing the the Variants podcast, uh, we used to do like sketches for people and somebody was like, hey, just sketch whatever it is that you'd like. And I drew a picture of Winnie the Pooh fighting Cyclops from the X-Men. And then what happened like three years later? <laughs> Disney buys Marvel. 
<laughs> wow, that's quite the bam. Way to go, Nostradamus. <laughs> Nostradamus. No. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> this can... is the last episode of the editing day, <laughs> as we know it. No, th- this is a, a show that um that that I've really enjoyed, Joel. One of the things that I really love about this show is mm-hmm. that we're able to open up people to you know films that maybe they wouldn't have seen normally oh yeah uh, like i said earlier about hansel and gretel witch hunters right you know it's movies that we weren't exposed to that we've sought out because we do this podcast yeah. and also because folks listen to us we try to expose them to, to new stuff as well and a lot of the smaller films that don't have the financial backing of a big studio you know forget mm-hmm. about being exposed to how about like, just never even heard of or, right. or get buried uh, yeah. and, and are lost out in the ether and it's it's nice to give folks like that a voice and you know you've got artists out there that, you know, even though they don't have, like, a, a wide, varied portfolio, <laughs> what they do is they work, and they reach down with all they've got in their heart and their soul, and they bleed on the page, and they bleed with the camera, and they call people to them, and they rally the troops, and make them believe in the art that they're trying to create. And the kind of people that I'm talking about, they're not just small-minded, they're thinking big, they're big dreamers, but they got small tools, but they do the best they can with them. Man, that doesn't sound complimentary just, at all. I think you <laughs> I just, just said, said you had a small, small dick. penis. <laughs> <laughs> what nice. a fitting entry. <laughs> no, nice. what, what I would like to say is uh, this is the first the first annual, uh, what we like to call the bloody teardrop. Yes. And uh, this is kind of our equivalent of, you know, the the the, the, the big... It's a lifetime it's a achievement, lifetime achievement award, right? But, but it's it, it seems really dumb to call it a lifetime achievement award just for, you know, one film. No, I thought you were going to say because he's not dead. <laughs> because because you're not dead. No, but they've given like Sidney Poitier the Lifetime Achievement Award. He's not dead. That's true. Uh, but no, this is this is kind of our equivalent, I guess, of the Lifetime Achievement Award. Um, and and you deserve it. You deserve it because you're a man that you well, struck out. You had a vision and you knew what you wanted to make. We should tell the audience who and, you're talking to, Jim. No, I want them to guess. Oh, sorry. Okay. Uh, <laughs> He's not talking to me, by the way, listener. No, none of this. No, I would definitely not be this complimentary of no, Joe. Are you say, kidding yeah. me? Everyone's listening, like, what did Joe? What's Joe? Drinking? No, what I was going to do was give my spiel and then actually present it and give his name. No, so in, uh, in, so thanks for fucking up I've my flow. Stepped on it again. Yeah, right. it's okay. You do that. It's confusing. Though, well, to the audience. I understand you lack objectivity, but it's okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm the ear of the listener. I'm their stead. Yeah. They're stead. Mm-hmm. What the fuck are is this? Eighteen sixty three. I am their stead. Quite so. Cinema verite. It is my charge <laughs> to be their stead. So you you you've cre- you created film. You created something. You had a vision. Something that you wanted to put together, and you rallied people to your cause. You, you know, you put it out there. You're like, hey, uh, I can't pay you, <laughs> and I'm going to take up probably two years worth of weekends <laughs> to to film something. But working with you was an inspiration. It's the same thing that I said to you on the Roachman episode, that working with you was an inspiration. And it inspired me and and kind of informed the way that I created after I worked with you. And I went on to, to do my web series stuff and, you know, put on stage productions. And the way you directed me and the way that you created and I got to witness inspired me. And I tried to model what I do after what I saw you do. And... Uh, well, thanks, Joe. That means a lot coming from a guy like Shut the fuck like up. You. I'm trying to give this guy <laughs> some props. Jesus. So, unfortunately, Brian Harden, uh, director of Roachman, I uh, I can't have this serious, you know, genuine moment that I've wanted to have to present this to you because my fucking podcasting partner <laughs> is a massive cock. I think you just did. But, but uh, no, because of... 
because of my gratitude and my respect for what it is that you do and what you've set out to do and how you accomplished what you had set out to do, that is why we award you the bloody teardrop of the editing bay. You are the first recipient. Oh. Congratulations. Yay. I am touched. I, I'm bleeding tears right now. <laughs> <laughs> right out of my anus. But I, I want to know, <laughs> why does she get to be the huge cock and I'm the small tool that's entered? Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's definitely not a good thing. Well, he's, he's a massive diseased <laughs> cock, Ooh, if that makes it any uh, better. It's an upgrade. Oh, well, there's a visual. <laughs> can I kind of get an upgrade? Because now I'm contagious. Oh, my God. I'm going to spread my oh. love, jo- uh, oh, Joe. Uh, What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> Too many J's It's in your here. name without the L. Nice. Thanks, Brian, by the way, for coming down here, for creating uh, oh, yeah. Roach Man, uh, I, which I was exposed to, gosh, 20 years ago or so when I, when I, when I first met you. Watched it, loved it, didn't know that uh, the the star, one of the stars, I'd be sitting across from uh, a scant 15 or so years later. Yeah. And I'm still not because... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> because it's like he's not even it's here. Like because he's... even when he tries to speak, I'll just speak over him. That's what I do. It's, 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 it is. It's, it's your charm. That we have. It's, it's your charm. Mm-hmm. But no, no, no. Uh, thank you. The floor is yours. If there's anything that you would like to say... The floor is yours. Sir. Well, I appreciate it. I, when you told me you were giving me some kind of a lifetime achievement award, I thought this is, you know, kind of a dubious honor. Does this mean you think I'm done? Or <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think it was kind of like your way of saying, Brian, damn it, make something else. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a little bit of something like that as well. I think I think I would love for this to motivate you yeah. to do something else. He's, but it's also because I, you know, I appreciate what you've done. He's oh, going to well, slip you a that. script at the end of this uh, recording. <laughs> I've got a script a in my through. head already. I've got a script in my head already. But you got to be. It's going to be a short. Yeah. It's going to be hey, uh, if it's short, modern I'm your man. Day. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Self-deprecation. Walks right into that. Nice. No, it's going to be kind of modern day. You're sitting in a bar. You're basically retelling the story of Roachman to a chick in a bar, which Ooh. sounds as ridiculous as it actually is. The more you try to talk about it, and ba- the comedian comes in at some point. He's just gotten out of prison. Ooh. You guys face off. That's like a six or seven minute short. Nice. Nice. That'd be fantastic. Oh, that's going to be really fun. It. Oh, just I would love to. Just for the fun. Man, I'm so glad we gave you this award. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, no, Brian, all my love and respect to you, to your family. Um, you, you're a very influential part of my life and, uh, and I'm damn glad that I got to know you and I'm glad that you're, you're one of my friends and, uh, thank you, sir. Thank you for what you've done. Uh, we're going to go ahead and, and keep it going right now with our nominees for best male recast with the eight bit gladiators, Jeff and Jay guys, take it away. And the nominees for Best Recast Male in a Film are... Jim Carrey, instead of Jim Varney, as Ernest in Ernest Scared Stupid. Leonardo DiCaprio, instead of Robin Williams, as Peter in Hook. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, instead of Christian Bale, as John Preston in Equilibrium. And now for the conceited part of the nominees... Joel instead of Jeff Goldblum as David in Independence Day. And Joe Cucinati instead of Scott Kahn as Sean in Ready to Rumble. Yeah, he really knocked it out of the park in Roach Man. Oh my god. Man, we've, we, we had the director here. Why did you have to talk shit about it? The minute he leaves the room, Man. the truth comes out. Right. Okay, everybody clear? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do you really think? Some, uh, it's a, a, a lot of Joes in that recasting. Yeah. There was there was a lot of that. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Joe Cuccinati. You know, so two I, really. I I I, I kind of resent I resent that I resent what? the Scott Conn thing. I what? do. I kind of resent kidding? that. There He's three, dreamy. There are three actors dreamy. Nobody yeah. talks about Scott Conn. There are three actors that I get. True. There was when I was younger, 
I got like Jeremy Piven. No. Yeah, I got Jeremy Piven when I was younger, like when I was in high school. This dude's like, dude, you look like that guy from PCU. Then I don't see it. As, <laughs> and then as I got a little bit older, then I got the Scott Kahn thing. And uh, it, I heard it ceaselessly as the Oceans movies kept coming out. It's a out. compliment. Like, you look like Scott Kahn. Then, once I start gaining a little weight, oh, no. I get the, you look like Kevin James. Like, what? You know what? You look like a fucking asshole. <laughs> Fuck you, motherfucker. Oh, that is unfair. Yeah. So uh, so I kind of I kind of resent that a little bit. Well, Scott sorry. Kahn's getting a lot of work in Hawaii 5 That's right. That's right. <laughs> Hawaii 5 <5-0? laughs> It has nothing like to from, do with From these. the 60s? Is that show still on the air? Is no, it, the, the new updated version. Is there he's a new on one? The, the CBS the version. He's not fucking kidding. Are we... Are we are Scott Gunn. Why would you bring back Hawaii Five O? It's actually not a bad show. There's so many good shows you could have brought back. You're into that stuff. BJ and the Bear. <laughs> Any which way but loose. Oh, that's a movie. Actually. That's a movie, but whatever. Uh, all right, so who uh, who do we do we do we have a, we have a winner for that one? We do have no a winner. No one wins. <laughs> no one wins there. I, I have the winner. Are you announcing the winner? Matt's, Matt's announcing the winner. Yeah, I'm yeah. announcing the winner right here. And the winner in this category is Joe Cucinati, Scott Kahn, yeah. and Ranger Rumble. Woo. Take a bow, Joe. No, I'm not bowing. <laughs> All right, stand back I, up. I don't appreciate this. <laughs> I, don't ap- I don't look like Scott Kahn, and I don't look like Jeremy Piven, and I don't look... God damn it, I'm leaving. Get the fuck out of here. I don't, you don't have to touch me. Wow. Sorry uh, Sorry to, to end this that way. You guys still here? Yeah, yeah, we're Hi. still here. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Can't go on without you. Went, Nobody went, knows how to vamp. <laughs> what are we going to do now, Matt? <laughs> uh, talk about... Uh, more, right, we um, pull out, pull out our dicks go, and uh, stroke we'll them. We'll get some of the categories, I guess. Maybe salad. Play clip. Play clip. Well, you know what? The good thing is that, you know, with a lot of these categories, we got a flip side. And, you know, for every recast male... Uh, definitely going to have to recast some females. And uh, and to give us the rundown on that, Matt and Danny from MVP are back to read us the nominees. And now the nominees for the Eddie for Best Recast in a Female Role in a Movie This Year. Selena Gomez instead of Jennifer Lopez in Made in Manhattan. Lady Gaga instead of Olivia Newton-John in Xanadu. Mia Jova... Jova... Gia Jovovich instead of Charlize Theron Theron in Aeon Flux. Not going to work here anymore. (laughs) Miley Cyrus instead of Angelina Jolie in Tomb Raider. What? (laughs) Bryce Dallas Howard instead of Paige Turco in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. Okay, who came up with these? Seriously, (laughs) was she even alive for this film? Uh, those last two were mine, assholes, and I totally stand by Miley Cyrus. As those were your assholes. <laughs> and Bryce Dallas Howard as fucking uh, April O'Neil. How awesome would that be? She's yeah, great. but I think what his point was was how old was Bryce Dallas Howard when Ninja Turtles three? Well, came the idea out. is we're not remaking it in 1981. Look, we're I understand. I'm just trying. They don't do right. the show with us. Uh, subscribe to the MVP podcast. <laughs> Good guys over there. Good subscribe guys. to my assholes. <laughs> both of them. So the winner for both of them. <laughs> the winner for the best recast female goes to, uh, and this one is a surprise to me, Lady Gaga in the Olivia Newton-John role for Xanadu. Wow, that is surprising. It is surprising because, A, I didn't think that many people knew this movie. Uh, two, I didn't think they knew who Olivia Newton-John was. 
And D. What? Wait, what? Why wouldn't they know who Olivia Newton-John is? Uh, the, Greece? Uh, like, Greece is still popular even Greece for little girls popular. now. Yeah, but they don't know who she, they don't know her by name. They know who Olivia Newton-John is. What is she, do- I mean, well, but Greece. She, she's not part of the she lexicon did, the way, yeah, yeah, from like 30 Maybe years ago. Maybe not for you. I'm just saying John Travolta. No, you're not, you're not exactly. Physical, physical. <laughs> I want to get physical. John Travolta is still Let making movies. Body I think we have four nominees already for Best <laughs> Musical Moment, 2015. No, I mean, I'm just saying that. There's uh, there's the pulse of of the people, and then here's your finger. <laughs> and then there's me jammed firmly up your ass. <laughs> no. Would you like a chocolate covered pretzel? Listen, this will be another poll we should put on the website. How many people <laughs> you knew and your polls? <laughs> how many people knew Olivia Newton John? I uh, I think this is a good choice. Well, and also I think this was my recasting. So yeah, it was. I I think that's probably why I agree with this. Congratulations! The most. But I think that it makes sense. You know, unlike Miley Cyrus as Laura Croft, whatever, who sticking wants her tongue to out, see twerking her as an action hero. I see Laura, but Croft Lady Gaga twerking. at least has like some musical background, and all of the characters in this movie were wearing like weird face makeup, and the costumes were weird. So it's in her wheelhouse. Everybody, ex- everybody except for Olivia Newton-John was wearing face makeup, not her. Well, you know, we changed it up for 2015. And that's another thing. You ever seen a Lady Gaga with, like without any sort of Costume or, yeah. or prosthetics on? Yeah. I don't know that I could pick her she out of a like police John lineup. Waters. It's pretty normal <laughs> with, with, a, with a mustache and yes, everything, a little she, pencil thin mustache. She looks like John Waters. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Let's keep this going. We're going to keep it going um, because uh, I think one thing that we've enjoyed mm-hmm. over the past year and a half are uh, a wealth of wonderful people that have come in and uh, and helped us pick up some of the slack, <laughs> like you know, if and 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 help us host some of these shows. It, it's been a, an incredible journey. We've got to work with, uh, you know, I got to work with my friend April when you were out. Mm-hmm. We got to do the the variants episode with Luke Hawkins. Mm-hmm. Uh, also got to do the. Uh, the 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 Punisher was it the Punisher we did with uh, it was with Punisher Ma- with yeah, yeah. Doden, and Matt, then we went into the Masters no, of the Universe the you didn't do the I Punisher was Tomb Raider and then the Masters of the Universe oh he did oh, Tomb Raider I th- see I thought we, there was I thought it was a Lundgren connection that like there, we there did was Punisher the Lundgren connection someday, someday we'll you'll find it, it the Lundgren connection the lovers the dreamers see but how I stopped me and Doden. No, but we also had Jeff, who did Draft Day with me. Yep, which a couple times. He, he loved. He loved that movie. Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> I can hear you roll your eyes. Keep no, it down so, over there, Jeff. So what we're going to do, uh, now we're, we're getting into, we're, we're in the nitty gritty here. We're, we're in the home stretch. Mm-hmm. And uh, what we'd like to do now is announce the nominees for Best Guest Host on the podcast. The nominees are Matt Doden for Masters of the Universe. Howie Eisenhower for Independence Day. April McKay for 13 Going on 30. That's actually McKee. April McKee <laughs> for 13 Going on 30. Jeff Earnshaw with Draft Day. Katie Evans for Jingle All the Way. And Luke Hawkins with The Variants. And uh, this might come as a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly is to me, Joe. But the uh, <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, halfway through that, Joel was like, ah, "I don't have the nominees. I, don't, yeah, I have no have idea who I'm reading. In. I don't even know uh, April's last name. Apparently, <laughs> so tell you what. Do you have Do you have the next ones? Do you have director and worst movie. I do. Of course, you have those. Okay, good. Uh, so the winner of best guest host here on the podcast for the 2013-2014 season, Matt Doden. Oh my god! Voted voted the best guest host. For uh, the Editing Bay podcast, Matt, take it away. Oh, wow, I, I really don't know what to say. Uh, this is <laughs> completely surprised. Uh, I, I, I'm just you know, speechless. I mean, gosh, so many great nominees. Uh, I'd like to thank Joe. I'd like to thank Joel. I'd like to thank Jeff. Everybody involved with Next Wave. 
<laughs> and then thank you. You know what I, I liked about this, Matt? We didn't even have to uh, fake this one. Like you no, actually won. You won. Like, yeah, we were going to give it to you regardless, but uh, you, 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 you. It was a landslide. It, wow. it was pretty. It was pretty funny because Joel's like, "Well, we'll just give it to Doden anyway," and I'm like, "All right, well, well, let's just see how how the vote goes." And yeah, you you were just ju- you jumped out ahead. Well, I set up a bot, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think the hell with actually a lot see, of the See, Joel, I here, told right? you that's what happened. Fuck. <laughs> we found the rat. We found the mole. It was it's Robo Doden. Robo Doden. <laughs> a lot of hours in front of that computer. A lot of Doritos consumed. <laughs> well, congratulations. Well, thank you and very no, much. Thank it's a you. pleasure being here, gentlemen. It's a pleasure having you. And to have your talents uh, as a part of this really silly, stupid podcast is a complete honor. It's, it's all our pleasure, I assure you. Uh, <laughs> moving on. I feel like. It's never that have, nice to me, man. Have we, because you suck. <laughs> <laughs> so, moving on with uh, the worst director. We're in the home stretch, the, man. We are in the home stretch. We've got two more uh, nominees here. The big ones. Uh, the big ones. The worst director in a film that we've watched here on the Editing Bay podcast. Joel, take it away. And the nominees for worst director are M. Night Shyamalan for The Happening. Henry Selleck for Monkey Bone. Joshua Michael Stern for Jobs. Jeremiah Chechik for The Avengers. So glad you took that one because I always fuck up his last name. And Randy Moore for Escape from Tomorrow. You got a friend in me. Not Randy Newman. <laughs> it's not Randy Newman? <laughs> Are they? Oh, okay. Yeah, it isn't. Um, yeah, okay. All of them. All of them uh, notable directors in their own right, uh, for making piles of shit. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much, uh, directors of the 2013-2014 season. Uh, some of these have an, a long, uh, a storied career of making piles of shit. Yeah, and then some of them actually have some decent movies to their credit. That's true. Uh, and then just hit the big, uh, the big fuck, fuck you. this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so who do we got, man? Well, you could say that for our winner, which is M. Night Shyamalan for The Happening. Really got out of the gate strong. With six cents and Unbreakable. I know you don't like Unbreakable. I can't agree with you with Unbreakable. I like Signs okay, but mm. uh, I think we agree with the six cents. Uh, we agree with that one. That one was a strong film. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, M. Night Shyamalan, I have no idea what was happening when, oh. when you came up with The Happening. It was uh, it was kind of um, a sloppy a sloppy pile. He's it, got a movie coming out in 2015. No, he doesn't. He does. Who's letting him make movies? I, I saw, uh, I didn't see the trailer for it, but I, I heard the about other day. About what? Uh, about Schmidt. No, no <laughs> Really? I don't Is know it what it's about. About Schmidt Part with two. a twist. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, oh, the twist is that like... Uh, it's like it's like that Meet Dave movie where like Eddie Murphy's <laughs> yeah, in a yeah. spaceship shaped like Eddie Murphy. Oh. We find out that there's a bunch of little Kathy Bates living inside. in the nipples of Kathy Bates. Oh, I thought you were going to say like, inside of Jack Nicholson. <laughs> no, 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 no. That would be... No, 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 no. That's what's about because Schmidt. Because I think that it's a lot more interesting when we explore what's inside Kathy Bates. I like never having to picture Kathy Bates naked. Bakes? Bakes. Bates <laughs> Kathy naked. Bates. Kathy Bates naked. That's hard she to say. She does. She does bake naked. You better be careful good because you could burn something. That's right. <laughs> My heart. <laughs> so uh, so moving on to the best overall movie, our final award yes. for the evening. Uh, I can't believe it. It's been such a fun night, Joe. I can't believe it's already it's coming to an It's been a fun night, Shyamalan. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll give you that. Uh, the worst overall movie of our 2013-2014 season. The nominees are... Leonard Part 6. Father's Day. Tales from the Crypt, Bordello of Blood. Stolen. And Jack Frost. Uh, well, I'm pretty excited to find out who the winner is in this category, Joel, because uh, all of these movies, 
Terrible. Absolutely terrible in their own right. I only uh, walked out of the theater on one of them. Which one? That would be Bordello of Blood. Bordello really? of Blood was yeah. insanely awful, especially following up a really good showing with uh, the, the first Tales from the Crypt movie, Demon Knight. Demon Knight, that's what it was called. Dem- with, uh, what's his Billy name? Billy Zane. From Titanic, Z- Billy Zane. Billy Zane and Menacing. Jada Pinkett. He's really good. Na, 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 na. <laughs> Na 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 na, doing Jada Pinkett. Na 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 na. She uh, she did a good job in that. And CCH Pounder, who doesn't love CCH oh, Pounder? Yes. I, I, it took me a while to picture <laughs> like his face. Toten's like, who the fuck is CCH Pounder? I know exactly who CCH Pounder <laughs> oh, there is. There it is. Thank you very there much. It is. Wow. Put that on for Detective best impression. Mackey. <laughs> oh my Best impersonation. god. Uh so the winner of worst overall movie for the 2013-2014 season. Congratulations. To Father's Day. Said no one ever. <laughs> this one uh, is kind of a bittersweet victory for this yeah, film. Very uh, much because, so. uh, you know, we lost Robin Williams earlier this year. Uh, and the, the really creepy uh, fact that there's a suicide, an yeah. attempted suicide in this scene. Mm-hmm. Or in this film, yeah. there's, a, there's a scene with that. Uh, and then, of course, what, what you said <laughs> in the... Uh, in the in memoriam I'm, section I'm, earlier, guys, tonight. I really feel bad about the word. You never think that, that that's your worst you do, nightmare. That's your problem. You never think. <laughs> your worst nightmare <laughs> is saying something like that and then it coming to life, and now like, it's it's forever. Out like there only two or three months on later. the internet. Yeah, it was right. Yeah, yeah, it was. We very did that episode soon. in like June, uh-huh. and then when did he when did he pass? Like August, right? July yeah. or August? It was over yeah. the summer. Yep. Uh, so rest in peace, sad. Robin. It's sad, and I I hope Robin that you you take this editing bay victory. So take these broken wings. Yeah. And bring this Eddie Award up to the gates of heaven. <laughs> <laughs> and while you're there, tell Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, we said, what's up, dude? And Paul Walker, too. And Paul Walker. Technically, 2013. I need, I need Nos. I need Nos. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Seriously, uh, Father's Day, what a piece of shit. <laughs> what a horrible movie. It's pretty bad. Billy Crystal, um, uh, I hate to say this, but you should be next. You're, oh you're, my God! Oh, you're wow. next. See, you're, you're next. You're playing with fire, Joe. Because now, two months from now, Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal's gonna pass away. Gonna be found. And there's gonna be so many memorial screenings of the Princess Bride <laughs> and in City Slickers. It's oh. gonna be ridiculous. Oh, it would it would totally be City Slickers, right? Like no, Mr. Saturday Night. <laughs> no, oh, they're gonna skip over that one. When, when Harry met Sally. Maybe some baseball documentary that he narrated. What about My Giant? HBO. Maybe we'd get My Giant in there. What is that one? That was the movie he did with that uh, really with tall George Marathon. Yeah. Yeah. With the basketball player. I don't think I ever saw that. Oh, yeah, yeah. He plays like a ref, a basketball ref. So there we go. Our Billy Crystal talk of the night. And again, <laughs> congratulations to Father's Day for winning uh, the worst movie But you know, Joe, overall. it's an honor just to be nominated. And everybody should keep that in mind. <laughs> those that didn't win, those that are with us and not with us, honor just to be nominated hey, for a podcast. All, three, all three of us are winners tonight, too. Gentlemen, yeah. congratulations! Why on your Eddie Awards? We've, oh, we've, we, we have the, we won the gift of friendship. We've, no, but we've also oh, we also I, I won. won like just a minute ago. Oh, you actually won! You won best guest host. You won. I win something. You won a few categories that you created just for yourself. I guess I did, didn't I? <laughs> oh, I won the uh, fucking up the website. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Congratulations me. on that. Let's see if you do that this time. Oh, uh, shit. So you can catch us <laughs> on Facebook uh, if you want to tell us what you think about these Eddie Awards. Uh, if you think that any of any of this is bullshit. Uh, oh, by the way, I know we announced we were giving away a listener award. Nobody wrote in for that. Oh, uh, so, sorry, listeners. <laughs> thank you, listeners. So we're going to give that. We're going to give that award to Jeff. 
Because Yay! he's had to listen to every episode. Oh my gosh, multiple times. Like, <laughs> right? He's he'll, been, he he's been to do it live, and then he'll uh, put it up again. That's right. Uh, so if you do have any thoughts about uh, the podcast or movies that we're watching, uh, you can go ahead and you can write us on Facebook with your suggestions. Just put in the search bar, The Editing Bay, Find the Girl with the Bleeding Eyes. That's us. And that's uh, that's where you give us your thoughts, your, your, your desires, your dreams, your fantasies. And we'll make them come true. Uh, coming up next week, we are going to be talking about that. We're not completely out of the holidays yet. What? We're, we're going to be talking about. Are you ready for this? I don't think I am ready. Jingle but... all the way to. Oh, come on. Starring Larry the no. Cable Guy. Oh, we can't go one year without. All right. Well, we already did the first one. Let's I guess get we get it out to. of the way. Uh, you're Let's right. You're right. Get it out you're of right, the way. Right. Because a year from now, hopefully nobody will be talking about it anymore. At least this way, we're we're uh, we're, we're free and clear. It. That's uh, right. Free and clear. That's right. It's so like my yeah, urine. And if you've got any suggestions about movies, you can always write us on our Facebook page. You can also find us on our website, right, Joel? Oh shit! Yeah, you can. <laughs> it is not the editing bay. It's not edit bay. Let's combine those two. It's editingbay.com where Woo! you can uh, nailed it. We're gonna be nice. It's 2015, bitches. Um, so the Eddie Awards are, are going to be featured up there for the next couple of weeks. You can find all the winners and 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 uh, see maybe you can listen to these clips. Uh, we'll post them on the website. But also uh, coming up in 2015, you'll be able to uh, our upcoming live show, which will happen uh, TBA, uh-huh. uh, where we'll be watching American Ninja Two: The Confrontation. That's where you'll be able to find news and details and all sorts of stuff. You can also order our uh, T-shirt still from last year. Uh, our, our live event that we did for the editing bay, and uh, maybe we'll do that again this year. But we gotta we gotta deplete inventory of last year's. First That's box. right. I still wear that shirt. There you go around the house while he's doing chores. But still, <laughs> I appreciate you. Sarah, you Sarah wears hers a lot. Darn like, it! Really? We'll, we'll go out and we'll go do some stuff, and she'll take off her jacket, and there's nice. the editing bay T-shirt, and I'm like, fantastic. You know, my brother came uh, over a couple of weeks ago, and he was wearing it. I, I think he was doing that thing though that you do like when your grandma comes to your house. <laughs> you wear you, you, you put, wear that gift that they give you. The yeah, yeah, that, that horrible sweater she bought me in. Gonna fucking say something. Ask if I still have it. <laughs> While you're at the website, you could also check out all the episodes of our podcast. You could check out the movies. Maybe we talked about some movies. Uh, some movies won awards that you hadn't seen yet. Mm-hmm. You can maybe go watch those and see what we had to say about them on our previous episodes of the podcast. Uh, you can also go to nextwave-radio.com to check out all of the other shows on the Next Wave Radio Network. Or just look up Next Wave Radio on iTunes and you'll find all of our shows there. Uh, want to put out a special thanks yeah. to all of the hosts of the other shows for taking part in this award show. Uh, Sam and Jeff from My Comic Life. Love that. Jeff and Jay from 8-Bit Gladiators. Yes. It's the same Jeff. Uh, we've also... <laughs> Don't ruin also, the illusion. Also had Matthew and Danny from uh, the Most Valuable most valuable Podcast uh, come in and uh, do some presentation duties as well. Again, a big thank you to Brian Harden, yes. our recipient of the Bloody Teardrop Award. Uh, Doden, thank you so much, Dude. man. Oh, thank you guys for letting me come and You're, hang out with you. It's you know? always <laughs> our pleasure, man. We always have a great time. It's like the honorary third host here. Absolutely. We'll, we'll yeah. leave that seat empty for you when you're not here. Except us, I usually sit there. Then we'll leave that seat empty We leave your seat open. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> what we'll do, we'll get a picture of you and put you on. This is the Ooh. the honorary, the Doden chair, the Doden throne. We'll get like a cardboard cutout. The lonely guy cardboard. There you go. The Throden. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> nice. Uh, all right. So, guys, if you uh, if you do listen to our, our podcast on the iTunes app, make sure you give us a review. Uh, we would really love that if you review us, give us a rating. You know, you click on the stars, preferably five, uh, and uh, and also write a review for us because I know Joel and I have been known to to read some reviews on the air, mm-hmm. and then we we give a, we award out some T-shirts like mm-hmm. what he was talking about earlier. Uh, we'd really appreciate that. And again, check out all of our shows. 
uh, right here on the Next Wave Radio Network. You can yeah. find them all on iTunes. We'll catch you next week with Jingle All the Way To with Larry the Cable Guy. Thank you very much, guys. This has been the 2015 Eddie Awards on the Next Wave Radio Network. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.